I wanted to wait for Governor Ehrlich to uh, to join us before I read this uh, this read. Uh, uh, the Baltimore Ravens are hard at work on planning for free agency, the draft, and the 2021 schedule release. Ravens Insider returns this Sunday at 11 a.m. with ESPN's Jamison Hensley. Listen every Sunday morning for the real and inside story on the Ravens. All right here on WBAL News Radio 1090, FM 101.5, and the uh, the WBAL Radio app. Uh, Governor, we got a uh, we got a text message in from somebody who says that in addition to all of the other good work that you're doing, um, maybe you can uh, help uh, help the Ravens this coming season uh, uh, deal with some of their deficiencies uh, in their system. What, what say you, my friend? I'm going to make news now. So okay, I, I am willing to come out of retirement. I I, I may be old and I may be slow. <laughs> And I still have that bum knee, but uh, I'm willing to uh, <laughs> Harbs. I may call Coach Harbs today. You know something? I will tell you if you if you were to come out of retirement for even one game, that would mean in instant ticket sales in 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 Maryland. If you were to come, I think that would. I think listen, gimmicky as it may be, we would love to see that. Uh, joining me, as I said, is is former Maryland Governor uh, uh, Bob Ehrlich. Now, by the way, now the host. Of the bottom line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich, a podcast you just went to uh, episode number five. Uh, tell us all about this, Bob. We uh, had a great deal of fun with our show for many years on BAL, as you recall. I do. We had a very large audience. Ratings were really good. We had terrific feedback when we would get around to the the general public. We would have uh, just people come up and say, geez, we rearranged our, our Saturday schedules, listen to the show. It really meant a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was just us being us, giving oh, yeah. opinions, obviously, but also talking about uh, Sandlot football and the draft and cultural issues, you name it. So we thought we would uh, reprise that uh, in podcast form. We converted Kendall's uh, office into a studio here at the house. Nice. And uh, obviously, given the events of the last year, given the presidential election, given the uh, cultural issues that are out there these days, we thought that uh, uh, it's time to to come back. And not only that, we're uh, negotiating with a a national co-sponsor, which would give us a national audience almost immediately, which is really what we're looking for. That's terrific. Listen, I put up the link to the uh, the, the bottom line uh, Twitter account. I've put a link up on the Andrew Langer Show page because it'll really help you find uh, uh, find the show. You can find it on Google. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and, I, and I appreciate you hipping me to this because I, I, I plan on uh, listening. I'm going to spend some time in the car today. Um, I really appreciate it. Spotify and Apple, and uh, I encourage everyone just to give a listen and uh, get the discussion going on where we go from here. Well, that, and that's that's exactly why I wanted to have you on because you have this really great piece up on on canceling three things you can do to cancel cancel culture. Spend a lot of time, me and Jerry, talking about this uh, uh, this week. You know, it's funny, Bob. I, I two weeks ago, right after Disney Plus released uh, all of the episodes or most of the episodes of the Muppet Show, I was talking about how important that was to me in my formative years. And then, of course, discovered they'd slapped disclaimers on a bunch of them. Now we're at the Disney Plus canceling a bunch of movies. We had the whole Dr. Seuss thing going on this week. What's your take on this? My best take is yeah. uh, a Reagan quote. My, my best take is a Reagan quote. This is more a little bit more narrow because it concerns uh, cancel culture in American history. But Sure. Uh, 
the quote is, it's pretty famous, if we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. I mean, that is such a sure. great If we forget what we did, we will not know who we are. The whole nature of history, I bet you I'm talking to how many history majors in college right now on the radio? Uh, many thousands. Uh, the whole purpose of history is to study context. Yes. The study of personalities, individuals, events in context. When you seek to cancel context, you seek to cancel history. This is not real deep. This is not real tough to understand. It, we talk about so many issues in politics and uh, from, from the Middle East to abortion to uh, uh, stimulus, you name it, uh, immigration. Listen, there's two sides to every issue. We all know that. It's, it's what makes our country great. We can debate. We can dissent. We can argue. Uh, hopefully we can do it civilly. But on cancel culture, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I I think there's nothing to get. It's it's you just cancel uh, people, individuals, uh, history. For for what reason? The, the, this is very serious. Yeah. And what most disturbs me, and I think you and many of your listeners, hopefully every American, is the easy acceptance of cancel culture in our colleges and universities today. This is our fault. We allowed this to happen over the past couple of decades. This whole uh, woke mentality, this whole cancel culture, uh, uh, speech codes, trigger warnings, safe places, all these constructs that have come about over the past couple of decades have contributed to this acceptance by, by the young with regard to cancel culture. We need to really figure out, and basically that's what my article's about, we need sure. to figure out how to uh, remedy this because we cannot go on in this manner. Well, this is this is something I was talking about with a colleague at William and Mary. Uh, the issue of 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 uh, of tribalism in all of this, and the hot take, and in the the, uh, the uh, not identity politics, but this idea of we now identify as who we are politically, and it makes it difficult for us to have conversations. Actually, let me let me turn to something else, uh, Governor. And by, by the way, we're talking with, with Bob Ehrlich, former governor of the state of Maryland. Uh, now also, the, can I just make, make this point, please, please. It used to be the, the left, to their credit, that would identify Absolutely. With, with dissent and free speech. I mean, the great social movements of the 60s, 70s, the civil rights movement, the women's movement, the anti-war movement, it was all about dissent. Berkeley was a center of free speech, uh, the universal center of free speech. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was a movement, and the left, the left has always been, to their credit, as I said, identified with dissent, speech, First Amendment rights, the ACLU, and all that, and now it's been turned on its head uh, almost overnight. I, I don't get that either. It's, it's the line from the movie Reds, uh, Jack Reed talking to somebody uh, um, in the Soviet Union. Uh, you know, the revolution is dissent, and and that's you know it is a it is a vital aspect of who we are as a people. We're talking with uh, Bob Ehrlich. He is the uh, former governor of Maryland, now also the host of The Bottom Line with Bob and Kendall. Bob, uh, join me on um, on election night, me and Jerry and a handful of others, and I and I thank you again for that. Let me ask you this: you know, what do you make of uh, of Ayanna Presley, Congresswoman Ayanna Presley? Uh, 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 offering up this amendment to lower the voting age to 16. Uh, Dutch, uh, uh, Ruppersberger, and Jamie Raskin both voting for it. Kwasi Mfume voting against it, interestingly enough. Your thoughts on this? Uh, congratulations to Representative Mfume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
who is an old friend of mine, by the way, uh, someone I have great regard for, someone I have a personal relationship with, uh, someone who has, I've dealt with in, for many decades, uh, very, very, very bright guy. We obviously yeah. disagree on many issues. We, we agreed on some issues, but we had the kind of relationship that you hope the Republicans and Democrats would have. Yeah, I, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this. Sure. Uh, uh, obviously, the whole there are more issues here with regard to voting rights uh, than than obviously lowering the voting age. The whole issue with regard to uh, photo identification, eliminating that is just silly. You know, you've I've written books, many have written books, many have made the observations about the need for identification in our society today to go to any public or private building to get a fishing license for me to get my uh, my allergy medicine at the local CVS. Uh, I need my, my photo ID, yet you don't sure. need to vote to vote? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, the whole idea of, of, uh, of everyone supports the, the, uh, the movement, the campaign to make voting easier to the extent that we can guarantee security at the ballot box. That's the deal. Yes. And, and everybody should vote. Obviously, democracies die when people fail to vote. But obviously, some of this is an invitation to fraud. Uh, the whole mail-in voting thing is, is in my view, wrong. I, I opposed early voting, at least uh, the <laughs> grand extensions of early voting, early on, uh, <laughs> during my tenure as governor. Yeah. Um, a couple days of early voting, I get, I find great, terrific, but are we making it 5, 10, 15, 20? It's supposed to be election day, isn't it? Yes, yes, and you and I have talked about this, uh, and I, I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, look, Governor, we're going to have to let you go there. I, I have the link up on the Andrew Langer Show page. Uh, best of luck to you and Kendall on this. I can't wait to take a listen. Uh, the, the show is The Bottom Line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, keep going out and kicking butt, uh, uh, Governor. Well, we're going to do that. We're also working on new sports, getting the kids back. Hopefully uh, there's Excellent. a couple of reclass bills in Annapolis. Although I'm not into, uh, obviously, Maryland politics much these days. We're focused on national politics. The, Good. The issue of kids being denied opportunities, particularly uh, those with athletic talent, is something near and dear to my heart. There's a couple of reclass bills that will allow uh, some kids to uh, – uh, potentially continue their careers to be seen to be able to punch. Hey, that Governor, we we gotta we gotta leave it there because we're up on a hard break. But thank you All so right. very much for joining us today, my friend. I appreciate it. That was All Governor right. Bob Ehrlich. This is WBAL.